Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. It's getting closer to Barry Morphew's trial and Barry's attorneys are trying to get the case dismissed. Barry's wife, Suzanne Morphew, has been missing and presumed dead for almost two years now. And Barry's trial is set to begin at the end of April and that doesn't give much time for Suzanne to be found. If you'd like to get into deep dives in a case and like to see how the pieces come together, that's what I do here on this channel. So please consider subscribing and hit that like button. Also in my Chitter Chatter series, I take a certain aspect of a case, whether it's from the comments or just from the documents or anything really that I'd like to explore without doing a huge a factual summation on it. I just really would like to explore it and see what you guys think. So today I'm going to be talking about how Barry likes to bury. And I got this from the affidavit. There was one line in it that said, it's actually through the footnotes. It said in March and April, 2021, FBI agents asked Barry about why he needed a backhoe that particular time and day. FBI agents learned that before Barry left Indiana in 2018, he used a backhoe to dig a large hole in his front yard, fill it with items to include furniture, and cover it over planting alfalfa on top. It says Barry also dug holes to hide large sums of money in Indiana per his associates and his own admissions. Now let's break this down bit by bit. It says he used a backhoe in Indiana, which is where he lived before they moved to Colorado. And a backhoe digs deep in a very short amount of time. I did do this in a previous video. It's quite efficient. And it says it he filled items to include furniture. So I'm curious what else he actually buried in there and it also says sums of money that he liked to bury according to his associates and his own admissions now in the affidavit it had business associates in there, friends colleagues and it says there was an interview by Bobby Huff who became Facebook friends with Suzanne on May 9th at 9.33 a.m. That's when the Friday night and the Saturday, which is the 9th, that we heard uh, that there's so many friend requests from Suzanne's Facebook account. Now, Barry knew this Bobby Huff from high school in Alexandria, and he has not talked to Barry since 1985. And he said that Suzanne would never see me and friend me on Facebook, 
and he explained that her sending of the invitation felt weird to him and not something Suzanne would do after a long time of not speaking, especially the day before she disappeared. But what it does say too is Huff added that many rumors were flying around Alexandria that Suzanne and Barry were not happy in their marriage, that Barry was in financial trouble, and that he was involved in shady business dealings. Now, Troy Skinner, who was on the Dateline special that I did, he has known Barry and Suzanne for decades. I think it was 25 or 30 years it was. And he was sticking up for Barry. He said he never saw any types of issues in the marriage between Suzanne and Barry. And he said no infidelity, nothing like that. But to friends and family, and let me know what you think, Barry wants to portray the good guy, right? The decent guy. And in business, we hear him quite different and his secret life. And we'll get to that in a minute. But he does portray this, you know, he, he strikes me as the type of guy that on the outside, everybody needs to know that their marriage is good. They can't know if their marriage is not good at any time. Also, let me know your thoughts. Barry sold his business for more than what it's worth. And it's also in the affidavit. It says there was an interview with this Matt Craig guy and he's from Noblesville, Indiana. He was interviewed by Special Agent Grusing and Special Agent Harris. And it says, Matt explained that Barry sold BLM Landscaping Services, LLC, and Sunset Tree Farms to Matt, his brother Dan Craig, and Hank King. Matt's father signed as guarantor for the purchase of the business, which occurred on January 12, 2018, when they paid Barry $189,000. Barry told Matt that he was making $200,000 to $300,000 per year and the client list in his phone alone was worth the investment. After paying the $189,000, Matt and the others agreed to pay Barry $50,000 per year over the next four years due on August 1st of each year. They paid $50,000 to Barry in August 2019 and $50,000 in August 2020. Matt told agents that Barry's business was possibly worth $20,000 instead of the $389,000 they paid. Barry used his relationships through the church and his supposed good reputation to fool Matt and his family into buying a worthless business. Barry sold his BLM business once before to Seth Pickett and Kyle Camber though he called the business BLM Landscaping LLC and left out services from the business name. Matt found out after he bought the business from Barry that Pickett and Camber also figured out BLM was worthless and they refused to pay him the rest of the money they supposedly owed Barry in 2015 and 2016. Matt said he would have stopped paying also except his father was the guarantor. Now there was an interview with a guy named George Wimmer and he first met Barry in 1998 or 99, he said, when he went to work for Barry at Salisbury Brothers. Barry was the foreman and Wimmer was a manager. Following those years, it says Wimmer went to work for a friend for a year and a half. He then came back around 2004 and Barry was starting his own business. Wimmer did not have much further contact with Barry. It said Wimmer lost contact with Barry and found out years later he was selling this, his business to a young man named Kyle and another guy. That's what we were just talking about. Wimmer told Kyle to be careful because he had seen a lot of Barry's deals go south. Kyle and his friend became defensive. Wimmer told them you were dealing with the devil. Following this conversation, Barry blew up Wimmer's phone. Wimmer eventually answered and Barry vented at him for warning the boys. Wimmer described Barry as shady, not on the straight and narrow, doing a lot of deals under the table, working in cash and hiring a lot of legals. 
Barry told people that his dad dying affected him so badly that he could not run his own business. Barry was not planting trees at the proper depth, either too shallow or too deep. He knew that he had to adjust the trees or they would die, but he was too focused on making money and moving on to the next job. Barry planted rows of trees incorrectly and hurriedly and they died. When Wimmer learned Suzanne was missing, he Googled Barry and read about all that was going on with her disappearance. Wimmer was intrigued by it and saw the Tyson Draper video. After Wimmer watched it, he concluded Barry is guilty for sure. Wimmer said that Barry thinks he is a really good liar and he is not. Barry's the kind of person that will just stand there and tell you something you know damn well is not true. Wimmer would often just listen and not contradict because he just did not want the conflict with Barry. Now remember, in Tyson Draper's video, that's when Barry was saying, you know, he has a good buddy who's done 400 tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. He also talked about the area that he searched for Suzanne and it ended up being something like the whole state of Colorado, I believe. It was just an astronomical number that he gave how many square feet or whatever it was. It was ridiculous at any rate. So it says Wimmer sent Barry a series of texts on September 23rd, 2020, accusing Barry of killing Suzanne and telling Barry he would rot in hell. And as for money, Andy Mormon said in the affidavit, don't get between Barry and his money. Now, friends gave their thoughts to authorities, Barry's friends, regarding his business deals and their thoughts on Barry. There was an interview with a guy named Kurt Sigler, and he has known Barry since Kurt was eight or nine years old. And he said in the parking lot with Agent Kobach that he turns to the agent and said, I think he killed her. Kurt further stated Barry's timeline doesn't make sense. The bike was thrown down the embankment, the stuff found along the road was placed and it was like thrown out when Barry was driving back. This is what the affidavit reads. Curtis also said if anyone found out about Barry's infidelity, they would all turn on him. And Barry also burnt many bridges in Indiana, rever referring to his business deals. Then there was another interview with a friend named Brad Oswald. He's been friends with Barry and has known him for 20 years. And he says that Barry's an excellent skid loader and could do incredible things with a skid loader. Oswald said that Barry could have easily buried Suzanne and that Barry is smart enough to turn off his phone or leave it at home. We've seen throughout the affidavit, you may or may not know, that he did numerous things like shutting off his phone and turning it onto airplane mode. Oswald stated that Barry is never wrong. He added that Barry is very prideful and would never confess to killing Suzanne. Oswald believes that Barry would have taken her away from the house if he killed her because she would be too easy to find on the property. Now, let's get back to that original statement where he covered up the furniture and he planted alfalfa. And it's interesting about this because the alfalfa actually sprouts within two days. It's very, very quick. And when I looked it up, it says, alfalfa also plays an essential role in soil sustainability. Not only does alfalfa help prevent soil erosion, but it also protects and improves the soil with its protective canopy, deep root system, and ability to fix atmospheric nitrogen, which is very interesting because uh, I was wondering why did he cover it with alfalfa, right? Why that? So I so was reading up on it and here's what I found. Now there's some more details that I was looking into because remember we know about the fire that happened on the Monday, which is just before Suzanne went missing and I had done a bunch of fire videos on that and 
when I read about this alfalfa, I thought, what about burnt soil? Like, I wonder if, you know, you could plant something on top of that, would it work? And I read, according to some research, soil fertility increases due to low intensity fires because fire converts nutrients bound in dead plant tissues and the soil surface to more available forms. So one of the things I pondered was, because I'm talking about this triangle, I'm talking about this fire spot that nobody you know, really talks about, but it's interesting because right where the fire happened, just across the highway, was the um, helmet that was found. And so there's some weird things all in around this area, and Barry didn't want us looking in that area. So I had wondered, okay, burnt ground from before, could he have dug because it's a little bit warmer. May was actually quite cool in Colorado two years ago or almost two years ago. And so I had wondered if maybe that's where he went a little digging because people wouldn't go to that area because they just had a fire, right? And then I thought, I wonder if he planted something over top of it. So that was one of my thoughts. And I read somewhere that it attracted squirrels and chipmunks, but if you, I couldn't find it today. I was searching this morning, where the heck is it? I found it easily, you know, last week, I think it was, or two weeks ago, and now I cannot find it. So if you know some weird, odd details about alfalfa, let me know below so that, uh, I don't know, it's just something curious to me. I do wonder why would he cover up that furniture? It's weird, why not just go to the dump? Like, it's a quick dump run. I don't know how it is there in Colorado, or I should say in Alexandria and in Indiana, why, why not do that? Why are you going to the trouble of a house that you sold, right? And you're digging the yard, a big hole in it, covering it up with, you know, back with soil and then covering it up with alfalfa. This is very weird to me. You know, is this where the cheap guy, you know, the cheapskate comes out in Barry because he talks about, remember he went to Broomfield and he had to switch out laces and he's saying because he's cheap and blah, blah, blah and uh, he likes to save money. So I'm curious about that, same with the dump runs. I'm curious, what else is in that hole? Perhaps he doesn't want anybody else to know what he buried. Maybe they should dig that up. Let me know your thoughts. Now, I'm just gonna show you this picture right here of Barry moving with Suzanne, and it was said that she was super embarrassed that this truck looked the way it did with them moving. It just looked like it was slapped together and, you know, barreling down the road. Now let's go back to the affidavit. It says, in March and April 2021, FBI agents asked Barry about why he needed a backhoe that particular time and day, which we're talking about Saturday, May 9th, the last proof of life of Suzanne. And that's also the day that Barry was searching for a backhoe. So the question is, why? Maybe he was looking to, I don't know, hide something or someone or something. So that day, Barry went to the beach um, job site with Morgan. And then he told Morgan, I'm going to go and I'm going to make the wife, you know, happy doing some hiking or biking, which they never did. And he gets home and he goes on this little trek on lunch hour, which I did do a video on it. You can see that below or right here. And he goes looking for a turkey. Instead, he was supposed to be having soup with Suzanne. But he goes, you know, with, looking for this turkey and also, you know, creeping around the house. So when he was done his 
turkey trek, he left the property and he texts this guy Tim and he's looking for a backhoe, but he never went to go get it. Instead, he took his bobcat and took it to the shop so that he could get his blade replaced. Now, when asked about it, he said, well, I forgot to tell the authorities about it because, or he, he said, you know, I made a mistake because I did a mechanical thing to my bobcat. He was interviewed by Lauren Scharf and he did not want to say I got my bobcat replaced or, or my blade on my bobcat replaced. He's like, I did a mechanical thing to my bobcat. So that was interesting. In the affidavit, it says Tim explained that the backhoe attachment could easily be used to dig a deep hole or trench in a very short amount of time. So what could this mean regarding Barry and his habits, right? Well, Barry has a habit of burying. That is his natural solution for him. He, he's a landscaper. He's done that for years. He knows how to plant trees. Well, unless he's sloppy, but he plants trees and other things, you know, and he, and he knows to dig. Well, his solution for items including furniture and hiding money is to just bury it. So Barry likes to hide. That's his pattern. People have patterns and Barry's a hider. Now, I can expand more on this about hiding and you can let me know if I forget anything here. But he had hidden searches on his computer. We know that. He hides his women from the chitter chatter from Indiana and also, according to Suzanne and members of her family and the buzz around town, right? He has hidden secrets and searches. We know he has searched for a 14 year old girl doing uh, unexplicable things and he likes them young. We know he had Ashley Madison from the affidavit. This is all in the affidavit. Ashley Madison, he was searching and that promotes infidelity. He has a secret relationship with Shosho or Shoshana and it was said that he didn't get together until October of 2020 with Shosho, which is five months after Suzanne disappeared. But according to the affidavit, someone who knows Shoshana said they got together in July, which is only two months after Suzanne disappeared. Notable, Barry did not do searches. He said he did, but he didn't do searches and he didn't search with Andy. He, he didn't even show up to the vigil, the prayer vigil that they did. And that was in September. He also liked to hide a lot of his trash in five different bins, if you remember. And now the hidden items underground. So it's his, these are his secrets. No one will ever know, right? Ah, huh, we'll just dig that up. I'll put that in there, cover it up, good to go. No one will ever know that it was a hole. Oh, I'll just bury the money in there. Nobody ever will know. Well, who's he hiding the money from? His wife? Who, who's he hiding it from? The government? The banks? Who? And Barry isn't just a hider. He also does the opposite of where to look. Um, don't look in the triangle. Don't look on the big hill where the fire is. Uh, and he says to look in the river in the affidavit. And I think I have it somewhere in here that he talked about the river. And he said to the agents, I think that's where she is, is in the river. If you ha they said, if you had to guess where you think. So he said the river. So now I know that she's not 
in the river. For sure. He's the opposite. I mean, a lot of people, if they're going to lie, it's going to be the opposite. But he especially, that's his pattern. It's the opposite. He'll say it. And it'll be completely opposite. So I believe that she's still in the ground. She's in the ground somewhere. And if he's a hider, which he's proven to be, right? Lies, secrets, solution is burying. Then based on this pattern, I believe Suzanne's in the ground. Possibly under new growth of ground cover. Might not be alfalfa. And or a tree. Now, I know that there was chitter chatter a while back about three trees, that Barry purchased three trees around that time. So I guess we would have to know where the trees are, right, Bear Bear? And I have an interesting video coming up on that, but I'm not going to let the secret out yet. But this is where his secrets lie. So was there anything newly planted? And where was it? There was also three cadaver hits during the search when Andy Mormon did. And one of them was in the triangle area. If you haven't seen my videos on the triangle area, I have it, um, I have a, quite a few on that. Go check those out. But that's in and around the area. He specified even in his video with Tyson, don't, you know, don't look in that area. And he showed where the triangle area, he called it a triangle area, which is very interesting. Now, one more comment that was interesting from Barry is when he was on the job site with Morgan on May 9th, it says that Morgan stated she recalled an odd comment made by Barry. Morgan explained after they completed the beach at the river house, she rode to, with Barry to the next site. Morgan stated she commented pigs could eat an entire human body in two hours. Barry commented that he would be able to bury a body and it would never be found. And I spoke to my nephew I think it was last year when I was working out this triangle stuff and in the middle of the night in the timing and it was so eerie because he didn't know what I was asking all these questions for but I was asking him things like okay if you were going to dig something and then put it back so it's pristine condition so it looks like you know nobody would ever know that it was freshly dug you know how long would that take what about if the ground was frozen all these questions he told me a, a certain time range and it was spooky because when I actually did the timeline, it actually worked out that he had the time to do that. It worked out in, you know, uh, with that. I'll have to bring that up again because I'm a little hazy on that. But I remember thinking, holy crap, I didn't even tell him, you know, why I'm asking these. And he, he came up with the, the amount of hours. So it was, it was interesting. If you would like a little bit more of a deep dive, let me know that as well. This is where it is about the river. Special Agent Grusing said the FBI would search with law enforcement for the phone and for Suzanne asking Barry where he thinks we should concentrate. Barry replied, I would say the river. I mean, that makes more sense to me than anything. I don't understand why somebody hasn't been out there before now. When the river was low, I mean, heck, they spent 140 grand to dig up a job site that there's no way she was at. So Barry's upcoming court date next is March 30th. He has a motions hearing. And then on April 19th is a pretrial readiness conference. And then there may be more motions in between because Lord knows the uh, defense likes to chuck a bunch of those out. So, you know, they got to fight for Bear Bear. But April 19th is that conference. And then April 28th is the jury trial. And that's where we're going to get into, I think it's four weeks, four or six weeks 
it just shows up to the ninth, but I know it's longer than that. What are your thoughts about this? If Barry's a hider, Barry likes to bury, and Barry's full of secrets, where could Suzanne be? I'd love to hear your thoughts. And don't forget, Barry also really wanted to live back where the triangle area is. He's living very close to his old house. And notable is his ankle monitor doesn't work when he's outside of Poncha Springs. And he's now been granted the okay to go visit his daughter in um, Gunnison. So very interesting stuff, very adamant to stay in that area near the house. And he was known to put cameras around the house. So I would like to know where those trees that he bought were planted. I also would like to know, know we all, what's underneath them. I hope you liked today's chitter chatter. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. There's always more videos coming. I upload every single week. Please subscribe, like, and share. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you soon. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline so much noise. Nothing for two hours, but now the noise comes. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.